Hey, welcome to the next episode of the High With Us podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Daniel Martinez. Special guest today is Matt Cavanaugh. We have done other interviews with him. Please go check out his other episodes. He is also the host of the Freedom Chaser podcast. Mr. Matt Cavanaugh, what is your cool, interesting story that you have for the for the, for the the group today, for the podcast yeah. today? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know real estate's a crazy thing. We, we're facing some challenges. So one of the challenges I faced on my first multifamily purchase was just the brazenness that some tenants have. And especially in California, tenants feel pretty emboldened to do whatever they want since they have yeah. you know, some legislative help, legislative help. So we bought this triplex a few years back and when we bought it, we walked the property for the first time after the closing. When we walked it before the closing, all the tenants were sweet as pie. We close and then the lady comes out and says, hey, you know, I'm glad you're the new owner. I'm not paying you a penny in rent, good luck. And I was like, oh my word, like I'd never had a tenant problem before, like, of, like especially of that magnitude. So, you know, immediately like I went into like game mode, like back in my sports days in high school, you know, it's like after it. So it, it ended up being a couple months court battle. I had hired a really, really great eviction process server that had, that had been in the business for 30 years. So it was so cool because what she did is she filed all the notices. She filed all the court documents. She filed exactly what I was going to say in a court. And I just read off of the paper and we won. So it ended up being okay, but it was not cheap. And it took about probably three months or so, but it was crazy. The, the, the depths, the, you know, cause like I, I didn't even know the eviction process. And so I didn't know, like if they filed, they filed appeals, all those types of things. So it was a, it was an education in the eviction process. hundred percent. This show is sponsored by Hivemind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings. And of course, to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at hivemindcrm.io. This is my, my side question. Was the tenant paying with the previous owner? No. No, they were paying spotily. Uh, did you get an estoppel done? Yeah. Yep. So the, the estoppel was not true. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so the estoppel, like right there, like, Hey, you know, this is how much I pay per month. This is what the tenant owns. This is what the landlord owns. This is what's going on here. And I get there and I'm like, Oh, and one of the things too, is that the property financials were handwritten. So which you and I both know, like you get a deal. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not buying a property with handwritten financials unless if it's way below market value. Right. I mean, like you, you probably teach this as well. Like you need a discount in some way to buy a property. It's either a discount on equity. It's a discount on cash flow. Like there's some discount. That's how you make money as an investor. So it's like, okay, well, even if the rent numbers are completely wrong, we have time to evict all the tenants, fill it up with what we know market rates are. And yeah. Yeah, so there, there, there was a discount there. The, well, I'm, I'm glad you got a discount because that's always that's rule number one. Is don't Which, that deal, 
<laughs> yeah, that deal was a story in and of its own right. So that deal, we had listed that property and it was, and so we recommended a 350 list price and they wanted to list at 450. And I said, it's not going to sell. And they said, well, will you list it for us? And because of the relationship, we were like, yeah, we'll list it for you. But just, we want to be very clear in writing. It's not selling. It's too high. So it goes on market for months and this person, they're being drained of their, their bank account by somebody else. Yeah. So, so I get a call. I'm on, I'm on a trip to Maine with my wife and I get a call and they're like, Hey, we need $50,000 on Monday. And this was Wednesday. And so I was like, okay. I was like, well, this is not how this works. You know, remember we've been on the market for months. I've been advising you guys that you need to be at 350 and we could sell it somewhere around 350. And he's like, well, now I need $50,000 on Monday. And I was like, I don't think I have an investor that will give you 50 grand in five days. Like there's just too much to do. And then I said, I'll pitch it out to them, but likely you're going to need somebody that's going to buy it at 60 or 70 cents on the dollar. That's usually what investors pay. Would you be willing to sell it at 250? If you are, maybe we could find an investor that will go that fast. And they said, if, if you'll get me $50,000 in five days, I'll give it to you at 250. And so I threw it out to my investors. Nobody wanted it because I had new in the property as an agent. I said, look, I'll be home on Saturday. I'll walk it with my contractor. If we're good, we'll put it in contract and I'll give you the $50,000 on Monday as an early release, non-refundable deposit. If you sell it to me at 250 and they did. Ah, that is, that is a good uh, investor agent hat switch. You did quick right there. Very also. quick, right? Lots of disclosure, lots of like, hey, I understand that my property is worth way more than 250. Matt is not advising me to sell this property. Matt is no longer my agent. Like, like a litany of uh, documentation. That, that was a good little switch right there. You did that perfect timing, man. That that And that's the type of stuff I, I like hearing about because it's one of those things where like agents don't adapt. They lose. They lose. They yep. lose big and they miss opportunity. So just well, that's, that's that. why the question comes like you probably heard this question a million times. Should I be an agent or investor? Or if I'm an investor, should I get my agent license? My answer is always yes. Like, why would you not get your agent license? Most states are not all. Most states are pretty cool with you doing both as long as disclosure is very, very good, very clean. And then you get the benefit of, of these types of situations. So I'm not an agent and my partner's not an agent. And the reason yeah. why we do it is because this, this came last week and this is a perfect example for this. So we're like, we're calling, Hey, we're calling about this property. And he's like, uh, you know, you don't have, are you, are you the investor? Or like, are you an agent? Like, no, yeah. we're, we're, we're developers. We buy big land all over, the, all over the city. He's like, Oh, so you don't have an agent. You don't have an agent representing you. I'm like, yeah, I know a bunch of agents, but I mean, we just call direct. He's like, I'll be, I'll be your buyer's agent too. And he's like, mm. you know what? I didn't even think about that. I would love for you to be my buyer's agent. And he's like, like, he just got all happy. <laughs> so the owner was an agent and represented you. As no, we're calling it. We're calling the agent. So oh, one perfect. Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. We want the agent to be on our side, yep, especially yep. if he's a seller's agent. So we come with no agent and win them over. Love it. And that's our strategy. Yeah, which that has that has really value, real utility for sure. I mean, like if if your strategy is is agents giving you all the deals, they're not as likely probably to bring them to you if if you're their competition. Yep. Yeah, and it's one of those things where like. We kind of won him over real quick because now he doubles his commission. He's like, oh, you don't have to worry about the commission. The seller's going to pay me. Oh, that's that's amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah. And yeah. we're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we, we can work in. And like we, we knew we knew all that stuff going in. It was just that if the agent if the agent is motivated to sell, it usually helps out move the transaction smoother too. Because yeah. sometimes if it doesn't close, they don't get paid. Yeah. So it's, it's best to have some 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 push on your side that's on your side. Totally. So it helps out, man. Good story, man. I, I like that one because 
it, it makes it better when you switch your agent hat because, like I said, I don't. I'll never become an agent, but yep. that's a good story. It's a good reason to become one if you're if that's your strategy and you want to pick up some rentals. How is it owning rentals in California? Because I would never do that. So I've sold most of them. <laughs> I own my primary residence and I own a property that allows for multiple dwellings. So I have some tenants in a property. I'm actually sitting in a shop office garage that's converted into a podcast studio that's nice. on the property where I have tenants. And so because it's so few that like, you know, I know more people that want to rent than I have places to rent. It's fairly easy to have great tenants. And so, but as far as like having my huge portfolio in California, that that's not going to happen. So most of my holdings are out of state. No, that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I wouldn't, California is a, is a whole nother beast. And like, I always feel bad for like, I can't, all these, all these investors want to get stuff here in California. I'm like, just don't do it here. Just go do it somewhere else. The show is sponsored by the list guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The list guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The list guys are here to save you time. Contact the list guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.1listguys.com. Yeah. Yeah. And there are certain strategies I think are, are decent. Like for example, you know, if you're doing like short-term, midterm and it's allowed and it's good. And so you're not really facing some of the same rental laws as your long-term stuff that might work a lot better. But anytime you're dealing with any of these moratoriums, I mean, particularly like you guys live down in Southern California. And so being in Southern California, like that's that in the Bay area are impossible. Like here in the Valley, it's like in the middle, it's like harder than your, your, you know, Oklahoma's but it's, it's not like you guys have moratoriums for like another year or two. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm not, I'm yeah. not a landlord. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're a land dealer. You're not a landlord. Um, and this goes to, I, I, and this, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that too, is that when you get away from the cities, you get a little more flex, even in crazy States like California. And you it's do. like county specific, the course you are to the city. They're just crazy there. And it doesn't yeah. make sense to do anything there. Yeah. Well, where can people find you online and tell us a little about your podcast. Yeah. Freedom Chasers podcast. We cover a lot of different things. So we have a show where we do how to that Tim, my co-host runs. I do a lot of the mindset narrative, like big stories, guys that are going from zero to seven figures. Freedom Chasers podcast. You can find us on Apple podcast. You can find us on YouTube and our link tree is link tree dash Freedom Chasers podcast. So any one of those will work great. Go check out his episode. We're on the podcast. Anthony's going to get on soon. Hopefully go check it out. A lot of great information. Freedom Chasers podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, Matt, for coming on. Thank you, guys. Yep. Hey, guys. If you would like to receive hot leads right to your cell phone in a text message, check out hiveleads.io, and you can receive the same leads we've been receiving in our campaign for three and a half years that's made us successful in the land game. Check us out. For everybody out there trying to make it, sometimes to reinvest your profits, sometimes to do things you don't want to do, but it's, it'll all lead to something better, and it's just doing the hard things up front. 